consciousness weaving across our planet remembering we are rising as one though the world is a wonderful place hello everybody how are you feeling what are you up to where are you listening from what's going on for you Today is the day that I have taken my first steps and I'm so grateful for how I walk. So, so grateful I have such a natural smile on my cheeks right now. Um, I feel I want to actually go over and talk in front of the, into the mirror with my coffee that just brewed so deliciously as I stood beside the cooker. First time standing beside the cooker. When I say first time, I mean literally first time as I've been I'm pretty sure 42 days since the 23rd of February 2023. And since I fractured my neck and fractured my ankle, I've been bed bound, wheelchair bound. And today I've took steps. I stood up two days ago. Today I actually found the courage to put my full weight on my left foot and I felt in a way that maybe I'm still hurt or maybe it's dangerous to step onto my left foot with full weight in this air boot still supported um, and I just went in I had the reassurance in the hospital that there's the fracture is healed and that the other line that the scene on the x-ray is just a different bone density so I had the reassurance from the, the mainstream medical system um, well I say mainstream medical system but I got the reassurance from a family friend who asked a radiologist and um, I got the other information from a man that I was in men's a men's circle with for um, I think 10 weeks he's a doctor in Canada and he checked the x-ray so that was two beings that I trust and love saying that is a different bone density the other fracture is healed so I took that step onto the foot and there was a little click like little not click the kind of like uh, when you pull your toe or you, you knock a little pressure when you're at a chiropractor and they just get a beautiful click and you're like oh so I took the weight and I had this little blurry click that was so beautiful, not in any way scary or I've hurt myself or anything more, just there was a bit of pressure or fear there or not. And it just, they're not released as I put my weight on my left ankle. And I remembered how to walk again. Because I had found in the last 48 hours that I'd forgotten to walk. I'd forgotten how to put trust into my left leg as I stepped into it. I'm noticing this fear of um, being spiritual or this fear of speaking um, in an otherworldly way. Um, listening to a conversation from March 2021 with Pamela Page, um, which I shared on multiple groups and pages uh, with my excitement of hearing my own voice and hearing Pamela's voice um, fired me up to see and remember how otherworldly I can be and how otherworldly other people are and to speak into that in myself and speak into that into others and let go of being so focused on maybe this world 
information and the fear of speaking into areas that might trigger others or make me sound insane or crazy or whatever and they're all okay too and I love them too and I even hear that whatever and I'm like well that's a bit, a bit harsh and I'm like okay yeah I hear I hear that fear of insanity and that fear of um, that fear of going insane and that's very real and I'm sorry if that hurts anyone when I'm maybe a bit bullish um, about the whole insanity there I'm being reminded that it's very real for a lot of people the fear of insanity and I'm aware that I'm I have been very amazing at riding the line of the world and insanity and reality and since my accident I had a bit of a grounding and a bit of a kick in the arse to be like you've forgotten how to be in another world and I've experienced panic attacks and mental difficulty and disassociations people call it shamanic initiations including my accident where I seem to have forgotten my abilities to weave in and out of dimensions and realities and because I'm not actually doing it really it's just happening it's just natural to me and I'm, as I stepped and put the weight on my left foot today and I'm looking in the mirror now and seeing my um, light-filled beauty um, as I orb and shift and face change of shape in this halo vest that I'm wearing, this metal um, frame that's around my neck, or excuse me, around my um, it's around my third eye, and I have two spires going up to my left and right hemispheres, and I have this vest like an American football vest with a lamb, a lamb um, flesh, lamb flesh and haired um, cover that covers the my back. Um, between the plastic of the of the vest um, to my skin I'm in this aircon room which I haven't been in aircon for two weeks um, I was in a it's 35 degrees here in Thailand it's very hot the mornings are great I observed nature this morning I was reminded to observe nature by watching the movie Dare to be Wild inspired by uh, Mary Reynolds' journey I fucking love you Mary Reynolds you're fucking great you've inspired me you inspired me to to, to do it to, to now is the time um, back in 2020 in, in February when I was just coming out of the winter and watching Dare to be Wild reminded me it was time to start eating night space and that's when the journey began and just all started flowing and I'm so grateful to you Mary I seen you on um, Tommy Tiernan's show there two days ago a recording you had with him and I was right there with you, I fucking love you. I, I, in a way, I wanted to be sitting beside you and to maybe back you up a little bit with Tommy. Tommy, um, Tommy, he, he was, Tommy was having the voice of, of Ireland and the people in housing estates' voice who don't really have much um, place for rewilding lots of land and the farmers need to make money so they don't have place to re rewild half their land like you're suggesting um, on, with your um, arc. Um, um, energy that you're creating so you've created a thing called we are the arc on facebook and we are the arc.org if anyone wants to look it up and mary reynolds um, is an ex-gardening landscaper who always had a wild edge and a spiritual um, knowing and celtic awareness to her work but now she's gone very much so into the desire to rewild and let nature do its thing um 
and now where I am right now, I feel so much more integrated and not so um, ideological with my um, purest um, rewilding. And I feel like there's an in-between. And I feel I'm compassionate to Tommy, I'm compassionate to you, Mary. I'm compassionate to Pamela, myself, Michael, who who um, had a broken neck. And Michael in the wheelchair, Michael who's angry, Michael who's sad, Michael who now is coming to life again. And um, I've been told that the spiritual meaning of the, the fibula, um, when it's broken or damaged, is um, the un- unwillingness to be um, sensual, um, to receive pleasure, um, and in healing it, the willingness to step forward into my my spiritual existence, my willingness to be the bridge between spirit and matter, my willingness to be me. Um, and today, I feel so sexy, so beautiful. I'm walking around with my air boot, my wheelchair, and my halo vest, and a t-shirt, and no underwear, no trousers on, in my house that I'm house-sitting here in Thailand, and I feel so beautiful. I made my own coffee today, I emptied my pea pots today, listening to beautiful music by Fia, the Beatles, and Maria, um, she has a song named I Am, um, In Love, I'm, I'm Love, or I'm In Love With You by Maria, if you look it up, M A R E. Such a tune of love and romance, and I'm so inspired to write poetry today and record this podcast and to look into my own eyes in the mirror and uh, to remind myself how amazing and beautiful I am. And I'm getting that reminder all day. The earth has been really good to me. Um, listening to the conversation with Pamela Page from two years ago um, reminded me that how good the earth is to to me and that I'm allowed to celebrate and I'm allowed to be surrounded with pleasures and love and gorgeousness and I've been experiencing grief and sadness and anger after my splitting up with my beloved partner Um, and we've been together three years since around the time I I first watched Dare to be Wild um, the movie Um, in 2020 in February um, she came over to Ireland in May and ever since then we've been journeying into all the realms of relationship, communion, really, um, deep love, commitment, supporting each other, being there for each other no matter what and I find myself here now after splitting up and it's back to me again so I feel like I'm reconnecting to the me um, before being in a relationship with my beloved my relationship with me and what does that look like and it involves today walking around with my wheelchair but now I'm pushing the wheelchair it's like I'm pushing the wheelchair of me sitting on the seat but now I'm standing behind the wheelchair pushing myself (laughs) it's trippy I even come into the room and the Beatles are playing and I could see myself lying in the bed but now I'm walking in with the wheelchair me I'm ready to care for me now I feel so empowered I feel bright I brush my own teeth today I've been only brushing my teeth when my carer has been here today. I brushed my teeth myself because I wanted to give my teeth that extra bit of care. Also inspired by Blind, Blind Boy's podcast today, he um, shared with me by my very, very, very good friend in Ireland. She shared with me um, the episode where he talks about St. Patrick and um, <laughs> a, a, a little bit about it of um, Newgrange and um, about the mushrooms and the shamrock and taking the mushrooms in one hand and looking at the shamrock with the other hand and 
allowing the trippiness of the shamrock to show you what what what, what things are really about what the other world looks like um, allow um, the density of the suffering to drop away and receive the gift of the mushroom which has grown fertilized through the poop of the cows I'm being reminded about the swans, the children of Lear. If you want to know a bit more about the children of Lear and the swans, go back to the episode in March 2021, um, season one, episode 10. It's been frequency and um, Spotify, anchor.com. And to listen to the episode with um, Pamela Page. I'm back recording again with the. As I check to see I'm recording, I am. The Tascam recorder, the original. Original Tascam, the DR05X. I have fancier equipment. Got the headphones, the mic, the sound, inverter, all the things. But it's not working right now. It is working, but I just don't know how to work it. So I'm back to the old school recording because the importance of this podcast is the communication. Um, opening the heart um, falling in love with myself again and with other and my reality and sharing that and sharing my reality of what's really going on sharing the truth as the truth awakens me to the moment um, what's the truth what can I say now that scares me I experienced Tetha healing a couple of about a couple of weeks ago maybe three weeks ago and Okay, I remembered or became aware that I may have been a homosexual priest in a past life. That noise in the background is the aircon, if you're wondering. So what the fuck does that mean? What the fuck does it mean that I was a homosexual priest in a past life? Well, all that that means. How do I process that? Do I believe that? Do I just feel like that was a thought that popped through my theta healers and awareness and she said it to me and I was like oh that seems true of my wonder and confusion and curiosity with homosexuality and spirituality um, in the archetype of the homosexual priest makes a lot of sense um, all the shame that I have been carrying in my sexuality um, all the guilt of um, if I am myself my sexual self that I'm going to hurt someone else that I'm going to hurt me that it's wrong and the weight that I carry on me, on my stomach, on my belly button, and my sacral, holding, feels like I'm holding, holding the real me back, the real juicy, beautiful, playful, creative being that I, that I truly am. Um, and am I willing to allow that through, and to trust? And again, that's the fear of the insanity. What if, what if, what if that's fucked up? What if that's dark? What if that's scary? What if that's dangerous? What if that would hurt somebody? What if that would put me to prison? What if sexuality? What if I am a, a homosexual priest? What if what if I did abuse people when I was a homosexual priest? What if that was to replay now? Yeah, there are questions that do pop through the mind. Uh, and I remember in Alawat's uh, um, Eckhart Tolle's Power of Now and he would say that the, the thought is the dream. And... Um, which is confusing because I also feel like my intuition has been awakening a lot with the support of the Labradite here beside me. And I've been 
sending my gratitude, holding the stone on a daily basis. Every time I feel grateful for something, I go over to my altar. My altar. <laughs> oh, I judge myself so much. Um, interesting. Um, and I hold the Labradite rock and in its ever-essence. And I just... Now I'm grateful for the ability to, to podcast with no trousers on my wheelchair. And be willing to speak about these things that actually scare me. But... I feel like the podcast has started to not stimulate me in some ways to record because I've stopped being courageous. Still courageous, but not to the depth of courage that I used to be in, of willingness to talk about absolutely anything. And it doesn't mean I need to break confidentiality with those I love in speaking. I can still honor their confidentiality and not speak about their experience. I can speak about my own, even if it is connected to others. And yeah, there's there's a there's a, a being. Um, he's a male that looks like a female. This actually looks. Um, this area that I'm haven't talked about so much is like the energy of he, she, and they. They being um, I, again novice. Don't know much about this, but I'm learning. Um, so excuse me if I say things that are insulting to anybody. Um, feel free to email me on spinfrequencypodcast.gmail.com with any recommendations or reflections um, or to educate me um, he's a he with a he name resembling a female I haven't asked him or she yet he's living a homosexual life um, and he's very happy he's seen his stories he's just living a sensual gorgeous life from his food to his swimming to his kissing his, his boyfriend to all of it, he's just living a gorgeous, sensual, beautiful life, and I, I desire a, a sensual, gorgeous, love-filled life, and I suppose I have been carrying the fear a lot of my life, my adolescent life anyway, and adult life, of the reality of being homosexual, and the journey of loving men through men's circles and trusting men. The journey of communicating with my dad, even though he's dead now 11 years. The journey of this week actually tuning in with the shamanic journey guided by Martin Duffy. If you want to do a shamanic drumming journey guided by Martin Duffy, type in Martin Duffy, M-A-R-T-I-N-D-U-F-F-Y, space D-U-F-F-Y, um, shamanic drumming journey. And he'll pop up and he guides you into an 18-minute drumming journey. Meet your, your spirit animal or your power animal and journeying into, journey into an intention. And my intention was... This, uh, yesterday was with the panther black panther and to get straight to the point um, as the panther does and to talk to my dad in the other world and find out asked to, I had to ask him some questions asking him why my face was filled with him in the last day why I couldn't see myself I could just see him in my face and I was like fuck what's going on I feel possessed by my dad um, which is interesting um, and I'm like, why the fuck am I saying this? Like, and it, like the fear's coming up that I could be extradited or in trouble for saying things like this. But fuck that. Where the fuck did that come from? Yeah, I'm just feeling this. And the big part of me is like, fuck that. And that's the rebel in me. It's like, fuck that. Um, not being able to speak about my truth. What's truth? That was true for me in that moment, and I'm speaking about it now. Um, 
I got some messages from him, whether it's all in my fucking mind and it's crazy, or if it's actually real and it feels real. Um, I'm not trying to convince anyone, but it really does feel real. Um, and I'm looking at my face now and I'm like, do I still see him on my face? Slightly. But the difference is I see his effect on me as being my dad less th more less than more than him being my entire face being possessed by him. Um, in one of the tale of the healings I experienced, uh, it was said that his soul has disappeared and no longer exists due to him committing suicide. And the Grim Reaper came to me, and I seen this Grim Reaper in my neck, because my C two spine. Um, so if you get an image of the top of my spinal cord. Um, the vertebrae, the bone part of it going up to the rear of my skull. It's called the cervical spine, the C-spine. And out of the back of the skull comes these seven um, spinal cords, or vertebrae, excuse me. Doing my best here. I know a bit, not all. I'm learning. And there's the C1, C2, C3, C4, C5, C6, C7 vertebrae. The C2 was fractured in my accident. Initiation. Interestingly enough, Back in the day when um, hangings were a way of punishing um, people for breaking the law, um, they would hang them on long, raw, long ropes. So they'd be on a step and they'd be dropped multiple feet or meters. And upon impact of dropping, excuse me if this hurts anybody or it's very sensitive to you, maybe you don't want to hear this, excuse me. Um, if, you, if you want to skip a couple of minutes, you will need to see what I'm talking about. Um, but anyone else that wants to hear or see, um, be dropped in m multiple meters, and the the first thing to break would be snap would be the vertebrae of the C two, and it's called the hangman's fracture. That's why they call it the hangman's fracture now, and it potentially would be instant death from that vertebrae bone breaking and then hitting the spinal cord, the fluid nerval part, and then killing the person as far as I'm aware. Um, pretty sure cutting oxygen from the brain more information please that's as much as I know about that right now which is really really interesting 11 years after my dad's death find myself in Thailand driving my motorbike and feeling like I disappeared on that bike it didn't feel like I felt like when I was turning the steering wheel to the right that I forgot how to steer the fucking bike. It's like it, it all slowed down. And it was like it was it was inevitable. It was happening no matter what. I needed to fucking... It's nearly like... When people speak about celestial like lineages and like living the lives of our ancestors and our, our dads and our granddads and our moms and our grannies and so on. That we're healing what they struggled with and my dad obviously struggled and the Grim Reaper obviously came to let him know that it was time for him to go whatever that means and I find myself after my dad 11 years before hung himself I don't know if his vertebrae were damaged when he did hang himself or not that's actually a question I could ask maybe the, the coroner or whoever it is that checked his body after I don't even know if he was checked um, but I feel a real deep connection to my dad since my accident with this spinal cord, C-spine, fracture. And I feel a connection to him now where he's my friend and my pal and my dad and I feel I can ask him questions. 
and I feel like he can offer me support and maybe answer the question, like, be my dad, give me a cuddle, mind me, care for me, um, support me. Um, and with the land, I can ask him questions, like I'd love to be asking him now if he was alive. With the natural building course we're having in September on the land and preparing for that and what would he do? Um, just sit in the couch with him and give him a hug. Like when, I've, when I'm afraid of being gay or the architect of being gay, I've somehow projected upon just cuddling my dad as being gay. Like what the fuck? But it's also a what the fuck, but I didn't have a man in my house growing up, so there was no normality of physical contact with a man. So I've projected all of this innocent, beautiful intimacy of me and my dad or brothers onto that must mean I'm gay. I must mean I want to fornicate and be romantic with another man because I'm craving and desiring the love of my dad or my brother. Yes, I admit, I love my dad. I love my brothers. I love cuddles. This hail of just in some way stopped me cuddling or hugging people because when they hug me, they get a big fucking armful of metal. <laughs> and... I'm really excited to hug people again. Men, women, beings, children, animals, all sorts, everything. And cuddles. A puddle of cuddles. This is why I podcast. This is why... This is how I fall in love with myself. Letting people know about who I am and where I come from. And communicating and bridging through the different worlds of communication and reality. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening.